Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Half the Distance to the Goal, presented by 910 Coastal Barbecue. Stay smoking. I'm your host, Marcus Bullock. Our co-host that we got joining us this week, back for the second time this season, Mike, 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 Mike Goulet. What's going on? Yes, sir. Repeat guest. And I'm excited. Mike, yep. Mike's here doing rivalry week, ready to uh, talk some smack about a team up north. I could imagine we're going to get to all that. But of course, oh, yeah. got my co-host, Brett Galt, joining me. What's up, dude? Last week of the regular season, I can't believe we're here. I mean, that's crazy to think, but I'm excited. We got championships coming up within the next couple of weeks. So, hey, let's get this regular season out. Rivalry week, too. Yep. Easily my favorite week of the year. My yeah, favorite. Week. Best weekend of the year for sure. Throw out the records because you just never know what's going to happen on Rivalry. Throw. I mean, I know what's going to happen in about one game, but we'll get to that. <laughs> sure we will get to that so you know Mike the last time that we had you on was for the ACC big win win totals um just glancing over the sheet right now you've already locked in four you may push with Ohio State and you've already missed five I believe so you're looking at a five five and one if Ohio State pushes and beats Michigan this week with their win total that will hit give them 11 so what, what do you think about your card in general? I'll just give a quick rundown. Virginia Tech over seven, not hit. Virginia Tech is – I didn't realize how bad they were, and uh, I didn't realize they had a quarterback problem. So that's uh, – yeah, that was the issue there. But I had faith, and then I lost it real quick. Yep, and then uh, you also missed Wisconsin over nine and a half, Michigan under eight, Northwestern over six and a half, and Nebraska under Nebraska under six was a hit for you. I apologize, wrong color. Need to double check my work every now and then. So you've actually every week. locked up no. Hey, I always <laughs> hey, so Mike, you've actually locked up five, and you've missed four. So Nebraska under six is a hit for you too. Anything okay, on that slate. All right, so we're good. Yeah, the well, Wisconsin, um, that's just the, you know, disappointment of the Big Ten for sure. Um, and then Nebraska, Scott Frost, I don't know what he's doing. He needs to be uh, – <laughs> I don't know if he has the, any more of that, you know, left in him to just, you know, keep losing like he does. And then that uh, uh, team up north, uh, that one was kind of just – that was kind of a spite pick. Just wanted him to do bad. <laughs> I mean, I think we all agreed that we could have seen it. Um, j- just oh, yeah. didn't break your way. Um, I'll go ahead and recap myself just for the ACC Big Ten win totals. So I right now have locked up six out of eight. I won UNC under ten and a half, Pitt over seven, NC State over six, for J- or excuse me, Syracuse over three, Indiana under eight, Michigan State over four. Sending a big old nine right now. My one push that I'm waiting on, uh, Virginia is at six. I took their over six. They're going to be Virginia Tech this weekend, no doubt in my mind. So that's going to cash. So I'm looking to go six and oh for my ACC slate. And uh, hopefully I push Ohio State over 11 when they beat Jim Harbaugh and the boys this week. Um, my takeaway is Indiana under eight. That Vegas was just dead wrong. Um, one of those teams that I saw get lucky a lot last year. Um, came back down to earth. Michigan State over four, also very easy for me. Uh, Syracuse had me worried. They started playing their better ball towards the middle of the season. There were a bunch of games up front uh, on a front loaded schedule that they could have won. And would they get me over on Florida State or some team like that? 
when they were still a train wreck. Uh, but overall, you know, if I can nail 6-0 and in the ACC, my home conference, pretty good about that, reading them right. And, um, Brett, we'll go ahead and go to you. Your ACC Big Ten win totals were a little bit smaller. You only took two games in the ACC. You took Clemson over 11 and a half wins, which we knew that was shot uh, week one against Georgia. And then NC State over six hit for you. You have two wins in the Big Ten right now, Wisconsin under nine and a half, Penn State under nine. And you're, the two that you're waiting on, you're also waiting on Ohio State over 11 to push if they beat Michigan. And you have Maryland over five and a half, and they're sitting at five. Yeah. Rutgers this weekend. I need that one. And that, that actually scares the crap out of me. I, I really don't know how to feel about that. I mean, but I think there's a chance, but – yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, they started off so promising, and then, boy, they really tanked. Big one against West Virginia week one, wasn't it? Yeah, well, that's what you, we thought of the big one. And <laughs> we saw what West Virginia was. <laughs> <laughs> no, awesome. But again, Mike, thanks for joining us. Glad to have you back on the show. Glad we got a recap. Actually, the first show of the year, which was uh, very exciting to do. So uh, let's go ahead and review week 12 and see what we got going into week 13, final week of the season, and then we'll get it going. We know what you guys came here for, these locks, so we're going to give them to you. The leader in the clubhouse last week, now for our loyal listeners, and if you follow picks, you may have done pretty well last week. Our guest picker, Wilson Collins, 7-0, and clean sweep, did not miss one game. Had a bunch of disagreement on the board, a little bit of agreement, but hey, Wilson couldn't miss. He picked his shots, he hit his marks. <laughs> Brett, what'd you think about that? I mean, we've been doing this the whole freaking season, and we haven't even. Well, you might have came. I think your best week was missing one game, right? Yeah, I was but five. And I think nine. I think I missed one game one week too. But to be going doing this for what eleven seasons, and neither one of us have gone undefeated. I mean. And then he does it just one week. I mean, pretty impressive. But hey, you got to hand it to him. Amen. So uh, Wilson's cart, Louisville, laying 19 and a half against Duke on a Thursday night, we called it. Hit UNLV plus 10. Hit Wake Clemson over 56. Hit Michigan State laying 15. Hit Navy plus four. Damn, they backdoored, but he got it against me. Notre Dame laying 17. They beat the living tar out of Georgia Tech. And then Miami playing seven and a half. Virginia Tech wanted to show a little bit of fight uh, in the second half, but it wasn't enough. So that gives Wilson seven and O, best guest picker of the year, best guest picker of all time. Congrats, Willie. I'm I'm happy for you. Are you there? I'm I'm, I'm happy for him. So uh, we'll we'll keep it moving. Can't give him too much praise. Uh, number two last week was myself five and four on the week. That leaves me at 45, 44, and two on the season. Oh, man, it's getting tight. So my wins, Tennessee. <laughs> All right, my wins, Tennessee laying 27 and a half against South Alabama hit. Baylor plus one hit. Louisville laying 19 and a half. Thursday night with Wilson hit. Clemson four and a half against Wake. Never a sweat there. They won that game handedly. And then UCLA beat the living snot out of USC, laying three hit. 
Mile four misses for BC, laying one and a half. BC did not look very good to the second half. ECU, again, you know, overtime game, kicked the field goal one. They couldn't cover four, but they got it done on the field. Miss UTSA, again, one by three, didn't get – they got it done on the field, but did not cover. Lane five, miss, and then Bama first half, minus 11 against the Pigs. It was a 10. Bad beat. Yeah. I mean, Bama really hasn't looked good lately, honestly. I mean, which we should be getting the college football rankings here actually during the show, so we'll have to update people on that. But I'm interested mm-hmm. to see kind of if they slide down if Ohio State moves up, which I think Ohio State should move up if we're thinking about – I mean, they should move up to two. Yeah, I agree. I think Ohio State will move up to two. Mike, is it official yet? Has it came out? Um, I'm looking right now. They're they're going through their whole spiel. I think it started at seven. So um, yeah. they're they're at the they're at ten right now. So um, we have Oklahoma at ten, Ole Miss at nine, Baylor at eight, and then Oklahoma State at seven. Okay, so we'll keep you updated on that. I'll keep it in the background. Cool. Well, yep. Keep us updated there. And uh, so again, last week I was five and four, 45, 44 and two on the season. And then, Brett, what he's done all season, basically, like to, to keep this lead in front of me, just stay steady. Brett was three and three. His three wins were Kansas plus 21, almost got it done on the field. Ohio State laying 19, convincing win. And then Wisconsin, or excuse me, Baylor plus one also hit. His three misses were Texas plus three. That's Mountaineers got it done. Wisconsin did not cover nine. And Florida, Missouri decided to play some defense. Over 69 was a miss. Brett, what are your takeaways from last week? Yeah, I should have I should have kept away from the over 69. I mean, I thought for I saw that game at halftime, it was nine and six. And I was like, well, I lost that one. Um, Texas, terrible. They're terrible. <laughs> They're so bad. I can't believe how bad they were. I mean, we get we kept them in it, but they're bad. Wisconsin, you did warn me about that one. Nebraska couldn't, they didn't get the win, but they did cover. So hats off to them. Ohio State was really no brainer. And so, yeah, I mean, listen, I'll take the even week. As long as I just stay ahead of you, that's all really all I need. And you have a three game lead over me going into the final week of the year. So for personal bragging rights, I believe I won it last year. So you have three games in hand. I have a big card this week. I, I gotta let I gotta spray the board to try to get yeah, some. Man, I mean, should, should I just add on my card to follow suit? I mean, yeah, just I, add on I, add on losses. I feel like we should be at, at the same amount of picks every single week. We don't hold back. We don't hold back. Okay. All right. So, Mike, without further ado, you know how we work. You're our guest picker. You get first dibs. Take us wherever you want to go. And uh, what's your first lock? Let me look. So, let me go to the old Iron Bowl. So, I don't know where you guys got uh, what's spread, but I'm seeing it's 19 and a half. I can get you 19. 19? Yeah, uh, that Bama 19 is – that's a, a good one. You know, no Bo. Uh, Bo Nix is still hurt, I'm pretty sure, right? Yes. Yeah, he's out so, for the year. And, yeah, out for the year. Auburn doesn't seem to be very good. Um, Bama needs to win, you know, need to blow out, a blowout win. Uh, we just – I just got the update for um, the college playoff. Georgia number one, Ohio State number two. There you go. Let's do it. Let's, let's get it. But, yeah, 
I like that uh, uh, Bama minus 19. They're going to come out. Um, they didn't play too well against Arkansas. You know, Saban's going to get them boys right for that uh, for that rivalry game. So, yeah, Bama minus 19. What do you think, Marcus? I, I just haven't liked the way Bama's been playing. It scares me. Oh, this was on the card all day, um, without a doubt. And also, Bama first half. You know, we'll let you know what we get it at in the group text in the Slack. Also, the half the distance to the gold chat room is jumping. So, uh, if, if you want in, just shoot me a text. Let me know. I'll, I'll put you in the chat room. Yeah, Bama land 19, 100%. I don't see Auburn putting up a good fight. Saban's going to embarrass him at home. At this Auburn team, I think – I think Kevin still has a good chance of getting fired. If the team is out on him, they're just going to want to limp off the field, go home. I think Bryce Young-Heisman moment's about to come out also. What he put up? Over 500 yards last week? He made throw uh, for six this week. Yeah, I think it was like 560-something five, maybe, 540-something, yeah. something, something like that. Yeah, no, he, he may put up a, a six, a six and two goose eggs. Give me Bama all day. Cincinnati fourth, fourth in the country. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. Yes. Oh, wow. I was worried. I was worried the committee was gonna put Michigan up there, honestly. I mean, I guess that all solves itself anyway this week. But hey, I mean, it's gonna be hard to take them out now, hopefully. Hey, Holy cow. The boys. This is what we've been waiting for. Yeah. We you really want them to play Georgia in the first round? I want to see. I don't think it matters who plays Georgia in the first round, to be honest. I really don't. I think anybody who plays Georgia in the first round is going to lose. Agreed. Agreed. I think it's it's less of them boys. Yeah. Less of them boys. Mike senses an Ohio State Georgia national championship. And by the way, I've went ahead and put in a futures ticket for Ohio State plus 250 to win the natty. Um, So, Mike, I'm with you. Let's see. Yeah, let's go. Come on. I need it. Is there room on the bandwagon? Yeah, of course. Always some room. All right. Well, I need I need the ninth. I need the ninth national championship. I can't cheer for Ohio State. <laughs> I just can't do it. And let's not forget, Mike, at Friendsgiving, you said you'll get an Ohio State championship tattoo if they win it this year. I will. That is a, that is a uh that is a it's not gonna be like a you know uh you know a tacky like Oh, there's Brutus on my leg or something like that. It's going to be, uh, you know, I don't know if I'm going to get the big uh, Scarlet O or something like that. I can't get the Buckeye leaf because it looks like a weed leaf. So I got to think about I got to think about what design I need to get. But I will get one if they win. The next national championship they win, I will get one. That's fantastic. Well, they're number two right now, and I think you guys are going to hold serve no matter who you play in the Big Ten uh, championship game uh, because you'll, you'll beat Michigan this week. So uh, we just got to play, or Mike has one play, Bama playing 19. I have Bama playing 19 and Bama first half. Uh, why, don't you, why don't you rally off a couple more? I mean, you might as well. <laughs> okay, Brett, you don't have a play on that game? No, I do not. I'm not touching that game. Okay. Um, I'm going to keep us in the SEC then. Uh, we're going to Atlanta, Georgia, minus 35. No explanation needed. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. Minus 35. Georgia Tech. Yeah, Georgia Tech lost a zero to 55 against Notre Dame. They may lose seven to 70 this week. 
<laughs> that yeah. is a yeah um that's a, that's I, a I, lot of points but still that's that's not enough daggum points no no it's not i could see that going to 50 <laughs> but you know uh yeah that's a, that's a good that's a good pick though i mean sure. the, the over under is 54 and if georgia's the favorite by 35 vegas thinks that georgia tech's gonna get two three scores maybe no no they, they might be lucky to score to be honest I agree. I agree with you, Brett. All right. So I actually have three plays out. Uh, Brett, take us somewhere. All right. Um, there's a lot of Thursday, uh, Thursday game or no Friday games too, which I'm excited about. Um, I'm taking us to the Egg Bowl. Ole Miss traveling to Mississippi State. I'm on the lane train again. I'm going to have Ole Miss cover the one and a half versus Mississippi State. I just I, – I mean, this is going to be a back-and-forth game probably with a lot of points scored. I mean, we know that Mississippi State, they don't run the ball. They do is throw the ball. The Matt Corral for Ole Miss, he's going to be – he just announced he's not returning. He's going pro next year. So, I think he's going to go out the bang. So, I like Ole Miss to cover the one-and-a-half right here. And they're the underdog in your eyes, correct? Yeah, Ole Miss is – yeah, Mississippi State is favored by one-and-a-half. Gotcha. All right. I didn't know that about Matt Corral. Um, damn. Yeah, some people have him as the number one quarterback, which I really – I don't know about that. But the quarterback class this year kind of – Stinks. Yeah, it sucks, <laughs> I'm being honest. Can you pick it? Yeah. I I mean, those guys, they need to sit like a year or two, though. Like, you can't just throw – can you pick it in there? So, we'll see. No play for me. Mike, you got something on the on the egg bowl? Uh, I like Ole Miss money line here. Damn. Plus, I see it at plus one hundred five. Plus one, yeah, plus one hundred five. That's what I got it at. You want a lot? You want the one and a half points for the lock, or no? That's just a personal play. Um. Don't let me don't hey don't let me yeah, he, he likes to guilt people into picking yeah. things when they lose. The one and a half, I mean I'll take the yeah, I'll take the one and a half. Hey, we'll, we'll I take I'll take the money line. That's a, hey, I'm that confident. All right. No, good play. Um, all right. So you and Brett in agreement on one. So Mike has two, I have three, Brett, you have one. I do feel like I have severely more than everyone else. So I'll throw another one out. Let's, um, let's go to the ACC. Clemson's going to Columbia. South Carolina team, that's playing all right. They're bowl eligible. Shane Beamer, honestly, I didn't see six wins in preseason. I almost took the under. I'm glad I didn't take it because – I believe it was four, and, they, and they've clipped that. So um, what I am going to take over under at 43, I can see this being pretty low scoring. But when I see this being a low scoring game, I see Clemson's defense just shutting out South Carolina because I think South Carolina's offense is a little fraudulent. So uh, I'm going to take the Clemson Tigers laying 11 and a half is the favorite. DJ and the boys, 
again, they may not have their best day, but I'm trusting Brent Venables' rivalry game a lot on the line. South Carolina may get out to a quick score, but after that, I think Clemson will bat down the hatches, tighten up, and then j- just shut them down. So uh, I'm rolling with Clemson, laying 11 and a half. Yeah, I, I mean, South Carolina's probably a decent ball right now. What What about uh, Beamer to uh, Virginia Tech? Nah. <laughs> you don't like it? No. I mean, you want, you want, I, I you want Houston, right? That's yeah, I want my want. I want my Houston. I think we need a proven head coach. I mean, he's he's actually done better than I thought he was gonna do at South Carolina this year, like he said. So but like like you said, I think it all comes down to Clemson defense. I just don't think they'll let them score. Mike, we know how you feel about Clemson. I ain't even I'm probably not even gonna watch this game. But uh yeah, I'm not I'm not touching it. <laughs> All right, uh, Brett, you got to play. Yeah. Um, so, talking about the Texas Longhorns earlier, Kansas State is coming to town. They are a three-point underdog. Give me K-State. I mean, I watched this Texas team. They're full of injuries right now. They, You could tell they just want the season to be over with. So, give me Kansas State to cover the three right here. Anything on this one, Mike? Um, I don't know. It's just I don't. You don't know where you're at with tech. Like Texas is just. I don't know. They're they're horrible to watch. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm staying away from this one, honestly. All right, uh, I agree with Brett. Six game losing streak, make it seven. K State. I'll take the money line, like personally, but you know me. All the points I can get, Kansas State plus three for every reason Brett said. When Texas goes to the SEC, are they going to be like bottom tier like Vanderbilt right now? At this Absolutely. Point? Absolutely. I mean, that's just that's just hilarious. Yeah, if, if they're performing like they are now. Definitely bottom tier SEC. I mean, that's just – especially with all the recruits they can get or anything like that. It's just it's insane. Wild. Do recruits even want to go there anymore? Probably not. <laughs> I mean, I think about it. When we were – when did Mac Brown win that championship? When we we were in middle school, because Colt McCoy lost to Saban our freshman year of high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I still stand by if if Colt like, McCoy didn't get hurt, they win that game. By the way, but more to my point, like we've seen a good Texas team. Recruits, I mean, right they, they've never seen a good Texas team. Right now, Texas is seventh in the recruiting rankings right now. I'm sorry. I mean, I mean, top 10, in, that's not bad. In 2021, they were 15th, but that was also – they were going through a head coaching change from Tom Herman to Sarkeesian. 2020, they were eighth. So, they're still getting top 10 recruiting classes. They just can't coach them up. Somebody give them the death penalty. Some some's fishy in Texas. In, in 2019, they were ranked third in the recruiting. So maybe next year's the year. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Been play- that for the past how many years? Yeah, I mean it's new. You know, Sark has to get the. I don't yeah. know what he's doing, but he has to find <laughs> something. I mean, we thought they had something with Casey Thompson, especially when they were crushing Oklahoma, and then we saw what happened. They basically just fell apart after that. Sark, he's definitely drinking again. 
Oh, that's yeah, for sure. <laughs> I don't for sure. This time. Yeah, I would be drinking if I was the head coach of Texas. <laughs> All right, Mike. So, uh, where you where you drinking us to this next pick? Uh, you, hey, you the one drinking right now. Um, Bush. So, I know it's um, you know it's it's, it's Big Ten football. Um, Penn State, Michigan State. This is where I'm going. So, um, I like Penn State at minus one and a half. Um, Michigan State, or they were flat. That secondary is so bad. It probably, yeah, secondary is the worst in the nation, if I if I remember correctly. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and then James Franklin just got that. Just got that deal. Ten years of losing to Ohio State. It's just – it's. I think he's going to come out swinging. Um, yeah, I know it moved. The line moved from – It was a pick at one point. It was a pick and then it was – It uh, went to one at one point, I think. Right? I see someone had him at – someone got him at plus one and a half yesterday, and this line moved to minus one and a half. But, yeah, I take Penn State minus one and a half. Hate betting, you know, against uh, – for Penn State, but, you know, because my brother – my brother went there. He's an alumni, and – He's always talking shit. So, but I, I'll take the Penn State minus one and a half. Brett, you're you're Mr. Big Ten for the show. You got to play here. No, th- this game. I was thinking about this one. I I just staying away from this. I mean, Penn State's been blah themselves, honestly. I mean, they they've been up and down. Clifford's been hurt the whole freaking year. If it wasn't – if Clifford was – I mean, Clifford gets beat off like every single game. I still say – I've said this probably a hundred times, but if he didn't get hurt, they beat Iowa. They'd probably beat Illinois the next week because he's healthy 100%. So their season is probably a little bit different than it is right now. But – and if it, if it was at home, I'd probably take them. But I'm just – I'm staying away from this one just because I don't know. You also well, look at the under as well. It's at 52 and a half. That's I would say, probably look at the under. Yeah, that's a – um, it. it's going to be low scoring. That's what I'm I'm assuming because both of those offenses cannot – unless um, Kenneth Walker gets going, then it's, you know, hard to stop him. But you saw him last weekend. It didn't get going at all. I actually love that underplay. I ain't taking it. But I haven't played on this game, and uh, Mike, we're on opposite sides. Uh, give me Michigan State plus one and a half. Them at home, um, I think Mel Tucker is going to out-coach. Uh, yeah, I, I'd say it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Penn State's going to get out-coached here. I mean, Penn State, they got out-coached by Jim Harbaugh. Mel Tucker can out-coach him. Yeah, I worry about James Franklin. Yeah, it's hard to get out-coached by that – Dork in the khakis. Yeah. And the Harry Potter glasses. Um, yeah. Did, yeah, no. Uh, M- Michigan State all day. Uh, most of the public's on Penn State. So fade, fade the public. And Sean Clifford, my ass. I, mean, I haven't been impressed by like one thing he's done this year. Look, they almost, they almost lost to Kevin Steele in Auburn. Bo Nix played well that game, though. Bo Nix usually plays well. No, yeah. Yeah, oh, does it? <laughs> what are you talking about? 
we, we try to give him his flowers when due. Look, he either looks very good or very bad. There's not a lot of yeah, in between. There really is. Very, not, very inconsistent. He's never yeah, I mean, this. Penn State night game was close. Uh, them going to East Lansing, I'll take I'll take the Spartans all day. Uh, give me Michigan State one and a half. Lock. All right, me. Yep. All right, I'm going. I mean, this is probably the game of the week by most people's standards. I really don't think it's going to be close. I got Ohio State covering eight against Michigan at Michigan. I mean, Harbaugh can never win a big game. We know that. I just, I don't think, I don't, Michigan might be able to score, but I don't think they're going to be able to keep up. I think that's – I mean, you got three of the best wide receivers with Wilson, Najigba, and – who am I forgetting? Chris, Chris Olave. Yeah, Olave. The senior. <laughs> yeah, and Olave. So, I mean, CJ Stroud, I mean, the numbers he put up in the first half last week were literally – people don't do that in two games. So, yeah, I, I don't – I mean, the only thing is, is it's at Michigan – so that maybe helps them a little bit, but I just I don't know. I, I don't see it. I think I think they win by at least two touchdowns. And you got this number at eight? Yes. Mike, I know you're taking it to Ohio State minus eight. I'm I don't I don't bet this game. Oh man. I don't bet that I can't the thing about this game, it's so important to me. I can't, it's so exciting for me. Like what when they canceled it, when Harbaugh ran from us last year, uh, it was it was just so like I was just so like bummed out. It's like you have a you, there's I have a follow a Twitter account that counts down to this this game right here, but um, <laughs> the uh, uh, yeah I can't I can't bet this, but um, Ohio State wins for sure, Dang. for sure. I wasn't expecting that. Oh, dude, that that got to settle in on me. Dude, no, get, get take us somewhere, Mike. Get us out of my system. What do you Are mean? You not touching that, Marcus? No, I'm not playing this game. Um, I'd be on Ohio State laying eight all day. Uh, what's the over under? Four sixty four and a half. I don't think Michigan going to score that much. I'd probably take the under. <laughs> I see like a 42 to 17, 40, 40 yeah. to 20 type game. What did you say the total was? Did you get 64 and a half? Yeah. Yeah, that under is probably a, a, a good move. Um, it just depends if uh, Ohio State decides to put 60 on them again, but yeah. who knows? Michigan, and I'll, get, I'll give Michigan credit. Most of their games, they score in the 30s or so. Dude, not in this game. You say throw the records out, throw all the stats out. I don't think Michigan yeah. will be moving the ball all that much. This is a personal. It's personal every year. Yeah, Ohio State's going to tilt this whether they want to throw up 50-plus. It's just uh, Ohio State tends to be, except for last weekend and I believe the game against – I'm trying to think what other game, but they usually come out slow the first half. Which you know, Ryan Day's a he's a you know he uh, game time coach. Like he'll make game time adjustments. He's one of the best in the, the nation at doing that. And um, yeah, just I don't see Michigan winning this game. I see on uh, mine. Oh, it just moved to 
I had I saw it at nine and a half for a second, then it moved to eight, eight and a half. But um, yeah, I'm not touching this one. I mean, what Ohio State's won every game since 2012. Mm, I guess if you look recently, 56 to 27 last year or in 19, 62-39 the year before that. It hasn't I even mean, been close. Yeah, it hasn't been. Yeah, yeah. Ohio State's the right side. I mean, in, in Harbaugh, apparently Harbaugh says he will not go golfing again until he beats Ohio State. So, and he said he was going to die trying. So, make a fire trying. He might get fired after that game if it's if it's not close at all. It, I mean, they just he signed until 2023, I believe. Yeah, I don't think they fire him. Yeah, I don't know. There's no way they fire him because he already took a pay cut too. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's that incentive-based contract. Basically, yeah. the contract says, "Win this game, we'll pay you. Don't win yeah. this game, you ain't getting paid. You got to win a big game." Mm. No, Brett. Ohio State's the right side. I think you'll hit this. I, I, I'd sleep well at night knowing that you locked this up. Appreciate that. All right, Mike. Uh, go ahead. All right, we're going to take it down. I'm doing this pick for the boys. Um, Cincinnati ECU. Um, I watched. I've watched a couple ECU games this this year because you know, you know, all the boys went to ECU and they you know follow that. I don't follow ECU like that, but yeah, I mean, they look. I mean, they look kind of decent. I mean, they struggled against Navy. Um, it's just I don't really believe in Cincinnati if that's hard to um you know that's hard to comprehend but um yeah I got ECU plus 14. I'm not touching that that's my that's my Hail Mary lock of the the night I think maybe since they're in the fourth spot I think Cincinnati will try to destroy teams as much as they can going forward. I mean, they're going to have a big game in the championship, though, against Houston, which could be a decent game. Yeah, and it's home. It's at, you know, old Dowdy Ficklin. So, you know, you you don't just come into Dowdy Ficklin and, you know, get an easy dub on the Pirates. It's the Boneyard. Boneyard. Don't go down to the Boneyard now. Mike, I wish you luck. Um like, I was on ECU last week. They kind of let me down, but I think I hit on them the week before. Now, I like the way ECU's trending. Um, again, I, their win total was a miss for me there at six. I think it was at four. Um, that's why I want Mike Houston, dude. He, I mean, this ECU program was in shambles after Scott. Like, Ruffin left a good program because a lot of people don't even believe he should have got fired. Scotty Montgomery killed this program. And Mike Houston's brought it back, like, to a very, very good spot. Um I hope ECU gets it done on the field as much as I want to see Cincinnati go to the playoffs. I'm always down for Pirate Nation. You know that. Good luck. All right. Um, I'm next. Let's um let's kick it back to the ACC. Joel is coming. The chop, baby. Yeah. Seminole, Seminoles plus two and a half. Yeah. Listen, Joel, hey, we know the real reason why you didn't want to come on this week. <laughs> I mean, all the excuses and everything like that. Like, I'm with I'm with you, though, on this one. I picked this one as well. Don't, see, I thought they usually played this game in Jacksonville, though. Are they doing a home-and-home home now? No, I think it's always home-and-home. 
I think only Georgia's in Jacksonville. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, just, just fire Dan Mullen. They're probably, did, are they, what is that? Can, I don't think Florida can even get to a bowl now, can they? No. So Actually, no, probably, they've won five games. Are they? So this is for bowl eligible, which yes. I don't even know at this point if you want to be bowl eligible, to be honest. Like, who really cares? Nobody goes to the bowl games anyway. But mm. yeah, I'm, I'm with you on this. I just think Florida State's playing better right now. I think I think Florida's kind of done. All right. Um, Mike, you have a play here for Florida State, Florida? Um, I like the I like the Florida State play. I'm gonna play with that with you guys. Cause it looks like I don't know if this is a typo on what I'm looking at, but it looks like it opened up at Florida State opened up at minus 17. Florida State did. Yeah, it's that's what I'm seeing on this website. I don't know if it's right, but this is on Action Network, and it said it opened up at a uh, they opened up as a 17 point favorite. See, because earlier in the week, I think I was texting Marcus and Joel this. I heard it opened up as 10 point favorite for Florida on Sunday, or something like that, and I couldn't believe it. Yeah, that's if you get that. I mean. Yeah, that's a, that's a great number to have. Um, I've actually seen the most consensus number on books be at three, so we're all getting it at Florida State plus three. Uh, we'll get we'll get a whole field goal. I like that. All right, cool. Um, and I'll give another play since I have substantially more. Just airing them out. Um, we're saying in the state of Florida. Actually, this game this game's in Durham, ain't it? You, you know who I'm going to the Canes. So Miami's at Duke this week. Uh, the spread is 21 and a half. Not enough daggum points. Give me Miami. Fade in Duke. It's like you fade in Florida State earlier this year before they actually start playing well again. Yeah, I started fading Miami at one point too, but I'm on the other yeah. side, dude. I mean, Duke, no, no. I mean, Louisville was 19 and a half, and that was not close to enough. They lost almost 40. I mean, this is Cutcliffe's last game, right, don't we think? Yeah, it's his last game. Um, I mean, Manny Diaz is still coaching for his job, I mean, per like some people. So, I think he needs a solid showing. Like, he has to beat this team like he can. So, give me the Canes plus 21 and a hook. Cutcliffe, you probably should have left like two years ago yeah. to like save some face. But, I mean, your last game, uh, I think you're going to get beat like you stole something. Jeez. Jeez. Aggressive. Uh, yeah, I'm not touching that. Me neither. I'm not either. It's strictly business. The, the less ACC I have to watch this weekend, the better. No offense. No offense to you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, so I have one, two, three, four more plays left. Brett, how many you got? I think I have two. Mike, how many you think you going? You're you're in between a couple numbers, aren't you? Um, yeah, I think I got two more. Why don't All you right, play a couple more, Marcus. All right, I'll take us to the Big Ten. Uh, Brett, you already kind of talked about this team last week. Uh, Wisconsin didn't cover against them. This seems getting a damn win. Like, give me the Huskers plus one and a half against Iowa. If Iowa's shown you anything this year, it's that Iowa will lose. And not only will they lose, they'll lose some questionable games. When Iowa loses, they score seven points, seven to 24 against Purdue, seven to 27 against Wisconsin. Like, like I said last week, 
this Nebraska team is still balled in. They play hard. They're just they just need to win. And if there's any team that's just shown they will blow it in a big spot is Iowa. I really don't think this is a hard play. I'm not scared of anything here. Scott Frost is going to get a win at home. Like he's already locked up another year. So get a win at home, beat a ranked team. Iowa's not anything. On over 41, you may go south. So I mean, I was looking at this one, and I was thinking about this one, but I know Martinez is out, and I don't know what their backup situation is looking like. I mean, obviously, if Martinez keeps on starting, then their backup situation must not be great. So that's the only reason I didn't pick Nebraska in this situation, just because I don't know what the backup situation is like. If Martinez was starting, I probably would have picked him, though. Yeah, we have uh, Logan Smothers starting. Don't know a lot about him, but I see a very emotional game uh, from the Huskers right here. Under 41 might be a good play as well. Kind of, If Nebraska wins how I believe they will, I kind of see this as being a 21 to 10 kind of game. And that clears under by 10 points. Mike, you got a play here? Um, no, I'm not playing anything, but when you said under 41 is pretty good, I see it's like, I don't see many points scored in this game. That's for sure. Typical big 10 football. Except for last week. Except for last week. Correct. So I think we each, I think I have three, uh, you guys each have two. There's a couple of big games that we haven't hit yet. Um, interested to see where you take us, Brett. Because I, I think well, I think you um, may have one it, because have you've been riding them all season. You know who I'm talking about. We're talking. Are we talking about the Cowboys? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That is on the card. I'll go ahead and play that one. I uh, so yeah. I I'm taking Oklahoma State to cover four. I just I really don't think OU's that great. I, I don't think they haven't been that great offensively since the since really Caleb Williams came in that game against Texas and. But I mean, we've seen what Kansas or uh, Texas defense is like. Not that great. So, and surprisingly enough, I know you guys say like, "Hey, they don't play defense in the Big 12 or anything like that." But Oklahoma State actually has a legit solid defense, best defense that's probably been in the Big 12 in years. So, I think Oklahoma State's covering those four points because I don't. I think OU is going to struggle to score. I really do. Bedlam. Mm. Dang. And, the, and they might have to beat them. Well, I guess – I think it depends on what – There's, uh, it's basically Baylor, Oklahoma State, and OU for the Big 12 championship. If Oklahoma State wins, they're definitely in. I'm trying to remember. I think Oklahoma State's locked at this point. Yeah. If OU were to lose and Baylor probably – and Baylor wins, Baylor gets in because they have the – that's correct. Yeah, they have the head-to-head. Yep. If Oklahoma loses, Baylor wins. Baylor gets the nod. If Oklahoma wins, it'll be a rematch next week of the same game. And it's interesting, like um, like we were just talking about with the playoff rankings. I mean, you have Oklahoma State seven, and then eight. If if they beat Oklahoma, if Oklahoma State beats, you get a win over a top ten team in Oklahoma. And then if next week, if you can beat Baylor, which is number eight, or it might even be higher because if Ohio State kills Michigan, like I think they are, I think Michigan moves out and both those teams move up. So you could be beating a top seven team at that point. So 
I don't know if, if Cincinnati were to slip or something like that, I think things get really interesting. So here's my take on the playoffs. And I, I just pulled it up again. Um, so where did Notre Dame land? Are they like eight? Are they still eight? Are they behind Michigan State still? Their game is six. They're six. Which is ridiculous. I can't have them sneaking in to the playoffs. I can't. I can't have that. We can't. Notre Dame will get murdered. I called it. I called it. I mean, in that case, we need Cincinnati. I mean, there's no there's no way they're moving Notre Dame ahead of Cincinnati. There's just no way you can do that. They do it. The committee would do it. What do you mean? There's no way you can do that. They'll do it. They'll put them in a. They'll put them in a New Year's Six bowl, like they do every time, and then they're going to lose. Oklahoma State should be ahead of Notre Dame, dude. I'm telling you, they put I Notre agree. Dame there for a reason. They're there for a reason. Notre Dame is just. I. I, I mean, I get you. You crush the Georgia Tech team, but Georgia Tech's not that good. I mean, we remember at the very beginning where Notre Dame couldn't get past Florida State barely. What was it Toledo or whatever or Tulsa? One of the two. Toledo, yeah, they won by yeah. three points. Dude, like, yeah. again, what's, what's Notre Dame's best win? Wisconsin? And their schedule sucks. Yeah, dude, they're there for a reason. And, and, and their best game, their best game, they lost. And really, they weren't even in that game. I mean, that score does not depict what that game actually was. Like, Cincinnati handled them. Yeah, they did. Absolutely. This is, oh, my gosh. The, the Notre Dame brand is just ridiculous. They're there for a reason. I called it. It's going to – I don't want to see it happen, but I think it's going to happen. Uh, Mike, you got to play on Bedlam? Uh, no, I do not. We're over under here. It's the 40 – I see it at 50 and a half and 49 and a half. Oklahoma State's defense looks good this year. They are good, and Oklahoma's offense has been struggling too. I mean, I guess – like we said, throw everything away in rivalry games, but I just I don't know. I think the under would be the sexy play and the smart play, but I kind of see a chaotic over happening. Maybe I don't know. Okay, Mike, you're up. <laughs> All right, let's see where I'm gonna take this. Uh, uh, you know what? I say. Uh, AM LSU. Um, this is a you know, this is a weird one, I think. Cause you don't know. I mean, AM decent. LSU has some some glimmer of hope. My website just crashed, sorry. Um, so it's at six and a half, correct? Yes, AM. And yeah, six and a half. I I say AM. Um, it's just LSU. It's just I don't I don't know I don't know if uh, old Go Tigers can coach that well. <laughs> I mean, his last game as a in LSU. I mean, if he wins this game, they go bowling. He, I mean, he won't coach that well. He, yeah, he's got to, right? I don't know. If, I don't know if he would. I don't know if like, I don't know if they love him to be honest. I would assume he does. I think so. He yeah. won the Natty. They gotta let him coach the. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear Dan? They they uh, offered Dan Mullen to uh, coach his last game this weekend. He's like, no. <laughs> He's yeah. like, I don't want to do. Dan Mullen like, ain't working. Hell no. 
Ian Mullen's such an asshole. He really is. <laughs> <laughs> I just, the guy is such a douche. He, I mean, he is. Yeah, when I saw that he got fired come up, uh, what was that, Sunday? We fa- found that out Sunday at Friendsgiving. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was just funny. I mean, it, I kind of saw it coming. But, yeah, I mean, it's – I'm not going to say I'm glad he's fired, but it's good for Florida. I mean, he got a he got a nice little buyout. You can say you're glad he's fired. <laughs> What's he get, 10 million, 10.5 million? It was, like, it was like 12 million, so he gets paid 6 million right at the get-go, like at the very beginning, and then he gets a million over the next six years. So it's hard about debit a bank account. Mm. I'd take that. I mean, honestly, the best thing to do is, like, get fired as a coach right now because you get a massive buyout. You really do. Yeah. I mean, all the money in college athletics, it's got to go somewhere if it's not going to the players, right? Yeah. Yep. All right. Oh, Mike, I wish you luck on Texas A&M laying six and a half against the Bayou Bengals. Dude, honestly, I think this is a spot where you have to take LSU emotional Eddie O last game. Dude, a lot of these players still love Ed Ogeron. It's just Ed's not good for like the brand. Yeah, he's just not <laughs> the right mindset. <laughs> Ed got a national championship, and you couldn't tell that man nothing. He he yeah. won a natty, divorced his wife, <laughs> started getting caught on like Snapchats and social media with like hot blonde girls that are in their twenties. Like Ed, dude, Ed, man. Yeah, I think Ed needs to work on himself. I think right. that's part of the reason. Exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. That so man's checked out. You know, if, if Ed Ogeron was your coach, like you'd definitely like, hey, coach, I know what you've been doing. Ah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like, I see you, coach. Yeah. That's and, funny. Dude, uh, personal bet, I'm probably going to take And I, I just love LSU. I, I'm probably taking the Tigers personal bet but uh mike again for the locks I, I hope you get winners on the show all right let me ring off two and i think it'll bring us all down to one uh brett this is a conference that has been pretty good to us this year uh headed to the mountain west air force is playing unlv what the fact that wilson won with them last week against san diego state or covered at least i thought was I a miracle yeah i thought yeah. i thought it was a miracle like San Diego State, their offense is absolutely terrible. Like, I, I believe the whole team's terrible. Uh, when it comes down to it, Air Force, again, is going to run the ball. The Air Force drained the clock, UNLV, bad offense, under 50. That's my play there. I think it's just a recipe for an under, like, if there's anyone this week. And let me take us to – I don't know when this conference is going to dissolve officially. Uh, conference USA. <laughs> Old Dominion laying nine and a half against the Charlotte 49ers. Charlotte looked terrible last week against Marshall. Sorry, Mike. I know that's your alma mater. <laughs> UNCC is terrible. I mean, you're just, you're just not good. Old Dominion, they didn't play football last year, and they actually look competent, unlike you guys. So, again, I'm going confident team versus a team that looks bad. So, and I have to catch up to Brett. I got to get wins where I can. So, give me Old Dominion laying nine and a half against UNC Charlotte. Do my yeah. boys like that, man. 
Yeah. It's, it's strictly business. But you are correct. They have not been looking good as, as of late. <laughs> they beat Duke. That's that's yeah, they beat Duke. That's it. A lot of people thought that Will Healy was uh, going to be like the next hot thing on the coaching market, but uh, I just pulled off a little bit. Haven't heard his name being tossed around for anything. Haven't heard Matt Campbell either at Ohio State. He he should have gone when he had the chance. Who wanted him? I mean, I, I don't know specifically, but I know his name was rumored around, and he's just like, I'm staying put. But, I mean, his his – coaching radar or whatever around other teams has definitely gone down. So I don't know. Maybe he wants to like – I know he likes that Iowa State, but – Well, there's know. so many jobs open this year. He may land somewhere if he so wants to. This is kind of a favorable year. If he waits past this year, he's probably going to get like pigeonholed. Yeah. All right. Um, Mike, you got one more. Brett, you got one more. Yeah. You can always add more. <laughs> I mean, no, because that means I could always lose more, too. All right, Brett, uh, go, go ahead close down the regular season with your last lot. I mean, we know what I've been doing all season, and I've won some, I've lost some. Um, this game is actually a primetime game in Lawrence, Kansas. Um, West Virginia comes to town. We're a 15-and-a-half-point favorite. I really – I can't believe we're that much. I, I mean, I hate to say this, but I'm nervous about this game. I'm nervous about Kansas. Kansas is actually playing decent football right now. I mean, they had a good they had a good chance to beat TCU this past weekend. I mean, I, hey, you laugh, but their quarterback is actually pretty – he's a stud, and he's young too. So, I think – I'm hoping West Virginia can win. I think we can win, but I don't think we're going to cover 15 and a half. I think this is going to be a close game. And if if we lose – don't text me. <laughs> that'll be that'll be the added verbiage. What can Duke do that West Virginia cannot do? I mean, th- this is a freaking primetime game too. Seven o'clock. <laughs> Jeez, probably gonna be freezing. Uh, at Kansas, Mike, you playing this? Uh no, I'm not playing this. Same. I ain't touching it. Uh, Brett, you don't want you don't want you want to go bowling, don't you? Or do you just want the season to be over? I mean, bowl games are not like they used to be, especially with people opting out every single. I mean, all the good players opt out. I mean, I really, I don't get why they do bowl games anymore. I really think. I mean, nobody goes to them except for the college football playoff games and in the Rose Bowl. People go to the Rose Bowl. But, like, even the Orange Bowl and, like, I mean, just nobody goes to them. So, I, the bowl games are just stupid at this point, in my opinion, because nobody watches them. Nobody cares about them. Players opt out. The thing that only matters is the college football playoff, and that's why I think you just expand it just so you get more money there. All right, well, closing it down, 15 and a half, Kansas, catching them. All right, Mike, um, you're up. Your turn. Surprised uh, either of y'all were playing the uh, UNC-NC State game. Yeah, that game, I don't know. Played it. What you got? Um, I like – what do you have the total at? Is it 62 and a half or 63? 62 and a half. 
I'm thinking about playing that under. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I just have a funny feeling that this is not going to be. Uh, I don't know. I just, I just have a funny feeling that this is not going to be a that high scoring of a game. I mean, NC State. I mean, their defense is. I mean, solid. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's they're, they're pretty good. I mean, and then uh, I haven't really seen too much from UNC's offense, and their defense is, you know, terrible. Be terrible. I mean, they're six, six and five. You know, they're supposed to. You know, Sam Howell was supposed to win the Heisman. I was told by somebody that UNC was winning the national championship. Uh, it's <laughs> it's pretty That's funny. hilarious. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure you know those people, Marcus. Um, yep, the tar holes. <laughs> yeah, but I'm gonna take that under uh, 62 and a half. Under 63, even better. If you see 63, I'll give you 63. We always see a half point tolerance. Yeah, give me 63. I, I like that play. I like that. Okay, so let's just talk about this line. So I saw the line open at NC State seven-point favorite. It got down to a five-and-a-half-point favorite, and now it's back up to six most places, some places six-and-a-half. So there's money just sprayed all over this. Uh, 98% of the public is on Chapel Hill money line. Over-under split right down the middle at 50-50. Again, I'm going to the game. I'm biased here. I think NC State's going to win the game. If NC State wins this game, I don't think they can go back and forth in a shootout with Chapel Hill. I think they have the talent, but NC State shit happens a lot. So I think NC State just really needs to – they need to play like Pitt. They need to control this game early and then maybe let Chapel Hill back in and just, you know, hold them off at the end. And I think the under is a good play because I kind of see this as being a 32 to 21 like type game. NC State's defense is very competent and very good. And Chapel Hill, we know they can put up points in bunches, but I mean, they do that on teams like Wake Forest who play no defense at all. Like Miami, they put up 45 and Miami's defense ain't very good this year. Although they're going to hold off Duke this week because everyone holds off Duke. I think you're on the right side of this, Mike. And if you want to take NC State money line as a fade the public play, fade 98%. We know all those shiny buildings ain't in Vegas for they they there for a reason. So Brett, are you going to the game? No, it's freaking freezing out there. I ain't going. It's freaking <laughs> cold. I hate I hate the cold. Get me out of the cold. I'll be watching it from a warm room. That's what I'll be doing. It's gonna be. I mean, if it wasn't a night game, then maybe. But it's gonna be like low thirty something. Brett, what's your read on the game? I mean, I'm kind of on the opposite of you guys. I probably take the over. I think this could end up being a back and forth. I really do. It's just something about rivalry games that I think the offense could very well flow out in this one. And I would not touch the line just because. Like you said, you don't know what NC State's going to do. NC State should win this game on paper. But if if the offense gets hot for Carolina, then it could be could be in trouble. I mean, it could be back and forth. So I wouldn't touch the line. I'd probably go over with uh, over-under, but I'm staying away altogether. 
So what's interesting here, I think the I thought the line was going to keep dropping. So when I was doing my look ahead uh, last night and even Sunday, I wrote down NC State minus five and a half because if it got to three and a half, I was going to take the Wolfpack. It's going back up. Yeah. So I think Vegas has a good number on this. Um, it's going to be a fantastic game, like great game. Like when you talk about like it's never big, like national importance. But if you live like in this area, these two teams hate each other. Like NC State, the agricultural engineering, good old boys kicking around in their boots. They are the complete polar opposite of eating cheese and crackers and drinking wine at a tailgate in your Doc Martens and loafers, like, it, it is it's so polar opposites. Like, yeah. NC State and Chapel Hill, they hate each other. Yeah. yeah it should be a good crowd. Yeah, yeah it should be a pretty good game. I'm jealous you're going. That's it's, it's a good one to go to for sure. Bring the hand warmers. Yeah, bring – yeah, make sure you bundle up. Go yeah, ahead and wear the ba- be, wear the Bama hood or uh, toboggan that you're wearing too. Where, where the right. hell did you get that? I mean, uh, Atlanta Braves World Champions. Oh, is that Atlanta Braves? Oh yeah. Oh, looks like Bama. I was like, what is he wearing? <laughs> oh no, 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 no. This for the A. <laughs> finally the got a. The, finally got them one. Yeah. yeah, finally. Um, I'm glad it finally came in the mill. I ordered this tonight. We won the World Series, and it just came. <laughs> I mean, oh wow! There's probably, there's probably a ton of people ordering those. selling like hotcakes. No, um, no, I mean, Mike, I think you're on the right side. Um, I really can't wait for this. You know, we're gonna get out there and start tailgating around two. It seems a lot's open up for the seven o'clock kick. Oh man, dude, it's just it's gonna be a good game. I agree. I think it should be. It should be. I keep on forgetting it's a Friday night too. All right, so I have one more, and then we'll go to Mike if he sees anything that catches his eye. So last week I faded USC. I believe UCLA was a three-point favorite. Uh, BYU's going to LA. BYU's nine and two on the season. Uh, UNC, or USC, excuse me, is four and six. BYU's a set a touchdown favorite, giving the seven points. There is nothing good in UCLA, or excuse me, in USC. UCLA beat the tar out of them last week. It, it was 62 to 33. Uh, USC isn't playing for anything. They have no head coach. Like Clay Helton's gone. And the week after, I believe they actually played Cal. That game got pushed. So they're, they're going to show no interest. Like the Mormons going to get it done. <laughs> yeah. I, I probably agree with this. I mean, I really don't. I don't get the fascination about USC, like just the coaching. I I would rather pick like LSU, Florida, those teams over USC, just because nobody cares about football in Southern Cal. There's other things to do. Yeah, unless you're winning national championships, no one in Southern Cal cares about you, and they're far from winning national championships. Exactly. And relevant since Pete Carroll days. What also intrigues me on this line, 97% of the public bet is on USC money line. Hmm. Hmm. Vegas, Shawnee Buildings. Yeah. They want that, they want people to take that money line. It looks nice, but I know better. 
I've seen nothing from the Trojans this season to tell me that they're going to be, again, a competent BYU team. I mean, the last one they had was against Arizona, and they won by a touchdown. Arizona is one of the worst D1 football teams in America. Yeah, and then USC is 1-5 against the spread at uh, home. 0-3 as an underdog. It's because no one shows up. They don't have a crowd. <laughs> they really don't. Yeah. It's crazy. All right. Mike, you got any more you're throwing onto the fire? Um, well, let me see. The... Kind of looking at that that uh, over the uh, total for that BYU USC game. It's at sixty four and a half. Oh my gosh! Is there Under? Yeah, it seems a little high. That seems a little high. <laughs> that seems very high. A little high, don't you think? Sixty four and a half. Jeez. BYU USC. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, I. You know what? My pick. I'm gonna play that under. <laughs> That's for sure. 64 and a half. Let me get with Mike on that one. Yeah, there you go. That's a, uh, yeah, like, that's ridiculous. Might go lock them in right now. Jeez. Before it moves. <laughs> before, before it moves, you know? Yeah, I don't know how I missed that one. Yeah, that, that's an underplay. I agree. I was just looking at it. I was like, I looked at the teams and the total of the teams, and I was like, that doesn't match up very well. <laughs> it looks like a skunk. It yeah, smells like a skunk. <laughs> for real. That's great. Before I forget, let me give out the pick for our sponsor, now in Old Coastal Barbecue. Great thing is if you are a supporter of the podcast and you're going to the UNC, uh, or excuse me, the, the Chapel Hill NC State tailgate this week, not on Old Coastal Barbecue will be there. They said they have a surprise dish for everybody. I'm very excited about that because, you know, anything that comes off of their smoker or their grill, it's gas. So um, they are actually taking UNC plus six. Ooh. Ooh, intriguing. Plus six. Yeah. Uh, I'd say I wish my sponsors luck in every play, but, you know, I'm damn sure hoping you lose the game and I will be talking <laughs> a bunch of noise to you before <laughs> texting during and – Hopefully at my truck after the game. Um, we're going to have a good time. A lot of good food. So the great thing about this tailgate, so I'm bringing chicken wings. I think some of them will be jerked. Not on a coastal barbecue, smoking something. The people directly across from us um, in the parking spot uh, that like is close to the stadium, they're doing an oyster roast, and they said there'll be enough for everybody. So uh, my guy, his parents live in Elizabeth City down at the coast. So they're like going to get them the night before out of intercoastal and bringing a couple of bushels down. And then a people across the parking lot that we know they're doing a low country broil. So this is going to be a food fest. Can't wait. It's going to be crazy. Brett, a lot you, of food. Might, you might want to come. Yeah, <laughs> up. Might just come for the food and go home. Yeah. yeah. Come, <laughs> might come as well. And eat a late, come and eat a late lunch and then uh, slug some beers. Yeah. Might not be a bad idea. <laughs> All right, uh, any more games you guys want to talk about? Um, you know, the teams that are playing this weekend, they hate each other. Um, anything that we didn't cover? Mm, I'm looking now. I don't think so. I think we kind of 
Concurred. Okay, Brett, I got one for you. So, you know, NC State scenario to the ACC championship, they have to beat Chapel Hill on Friday. They need Boston College to beat Wake on Saturday. Yeah. You think BC can beat Wake? I think they can. I was thinking about picking that upset, actually, but I just – BC did not look good last week. I mean, they, 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 came, they always came back towards the end, but they did not look good that first half. So, I don't, I don't know. That game kind of scares me. I, that's why I stayed away from it. I just – I didn't like the way – what I saw from Boston College last week to kind of have them cover that. So, yeah, I'm not touching that one. What do you think? I think – oh, man. I think Wake is going to win the game. I think Jeff Halfley can get his boys to put up points. I know Wake's defense is leaky, so if it turns into a shootout and Boston College can play some RA defense late, they can pull away. Um, I'd probably take BC in the points. It opened at five and a half. It's down to four and a half. I think five and a half is a great number for BC because five's like that gray area for college football. Not a line, not a lot of lines go five points. You know, it's either like the the seven or like the three and a half, like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think if you got Boston College at five and a half point underdog, good. If you can get them at four and a half, I don't think that's a bad bet. Uh, they, I'd say they have a thirty percent shot of pulling it out. But I think 80% of the time they cover, maybe. Close game. Yeah, I agree. It'll be interesting. Yeah, this is a uh, a weird one. I can't – I don't know. After that, um, I can't trust that Wake Forest defense. Um, Yeah, you can't. It's hard. Um, 99% of the money line – Excuse me, as on BC underdog, 99% of America is on BC. Yeah. Money line says something. Mm. So it's one of those things that people just like, hey, I think they could do it. They throw it in a parlay, lose, just lose it. It's that last leg, that first or last leg. You, you, you lose your first leg of your parlay. You're just like, well, my day's ruined. That's why you don't do parlays. <laughs> Golly, unless you're Wilson. So I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but Wilson parlayed his seven plays last week and won a substantial amount of money. Yeah, that's seven and zero on the show. That's that's crazy. Seven, seven leg, seven yeah, leg parlay. Hit, 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 hit. Yeah, that's un, like that's just so lucky. It's like those uh the Fanduel that what they post their uh. Those things on Twitter, people like, Brett. oh, there's a 90 leg parlay. <laughs> well, Brett's the FanDuel king. I haven't been on FanDuel forever. We can't get it here yet. No. Sooner than later. All right. Um, so, guys, I hope you have a favorite. I, I hope that you have a nice Thanksgiving. Uh, which which food, top three foods you're looking forward to the most? Mike, go first. Okay. Uh, top. A hammer turkey, any anything, um, and then I'm a big biscuit guy. If there's biscuits, uh, I'm in. <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> and then, um, 
I'm trying to think. I'm a big carbs guy. You know me. I'd like to I like mashed potatoes too. I'm a big carbs guy, as you can see. Autumn carbs. But yeah, that's that's probably my top three. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Brett, what about you? Yeah, I mean I'm turkey. I like mashed potatoes and I like mac and cheese too. Yeah, so we agree mac and cheese is a Thanksgiving food. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm not a big fan of mac and cheese. I know it's it's a you know, I people give me shit for it, but just not a fan. I'm not like it depends on the mac and cheese, honestly. Like some are there's some I just don't like, but there's some I do like. It just depends who makes it. Yeah, yeah you're right. I'm I'm a big mac and cheese guy. Uh, Thanksgiving, it might not be top three. Um, so I, of course we do like the turkey. Uh, but one thing my grandma does, she makes like chuck-eyed steaks and gravy. They're so good, like chuck-eyed steaks and like onions and gravy. So that's definitely my number one for Thanksgiving. Uh, number two, the best fixing in my opinion, collard greens. My mom makes the best collards like on the face of the earth. Like, I've had a bunch of collards, like, little country stores, a bunch of my friends. No one makes collards like my mom. Definitely number two. And number three is close between a couple things. My mom's stuffing's really good. You know, some people call it dressing. But uh, my mom's yams, the sweet potatoes, untouchable. Yeah, yams. I forgot about them. I don't like yams. I like yams. They're pretty good. Yeah, dude. Thanks. Like Thanksgiving, I, I I'm the guy that brings home like four plates. <laughs> Sometimes more. Well, we don't even like really do plates in my house. It's more like to go boxes, and they're just stacked <laughs> up. <laughs> to go UPS boxes, just like. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That that's what it is. Um, but no, guys, very fun episode. Again, the holiday coming up, so I hope everyone you know is off Thursday gets to watch the Egg Bowl and. Uh, preps are Friday. I'm prepping my liver for the tailgate that's about to ensue. But uh, let's go ahead and recap. We'll start off with our guest, Mike Goulet. Thanks for joining us. Mike's card, Bama laying 19 in the Iron Bowl, Ole Miss plus one and a half to cover against the Bulldogs and Mike Leach. Penn State laying one and a half against Sparty. ECU plus 14 against Cincinnati. FSU three-point dog against Florida. Gigham, Texas A&M laying six and a half points against the Bayou Bengals. NC State, UNC under 63, and BYU, USC under 64 and a half. Looter in the clubhouse, plus one last week was myself. Big card, don't hold your breath. Kansas plus three, Nebraska plus one and a hook. Air Force, UNLV under 50, FSU plus three, Georgia plus 35 against the Jackets, Miami plus 21 and a half against Duke, Old Dominion laying nine and a half against the UNCC Niners. Michigan State plus one and a half on the opposite side of Mike against Penn State. In agreement with Mike, Bama lane 19 in the Iron Bowl. Clemson minus 11 and a half going to Columbia. BYU minus seven. And then Bama first half. We'll let you know what we get it at. Breast card, Ole Miss plus one and a half in the Egg Bowl. Agreeing with Mike. K-State plus three. Ohio State laying eight against the Wolverines in Harbaugh. FSU plus three, Oklahoma State covering four in Bedlam against the Sooners. Kansas plus 15 and a half against his beloved Mountaineers. And then BYU, USC under 64 and a half in agreement with Mike. And then we got the 9-1-0 Coastal Barbecue team. 
Uh, they'll be at the tailgate this weekend at Carter Family Stadium. Come check them out. Come get some food. They are on Chapel Hill plus six against NC State. Wolfpack, I hope that misses big. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Robbery weekend. Like we say, throw out the records. These teams just don't like each other. Yeah. Facts. OH. IO. Bring- <laughs> Brett's, Brett's on the I.O. Yeah, yes, I, sir. I, I hate to be on the I.O., but I am. Good. That's the right side. I agree with you. But, again, Mike, thanks for joining us. As always, Brett, my left-hand man. I'm your host, Marcus Bullock. We'll chop it up in the group text this week. Mike, I'll add you to the half the distance of the gold chat room. Um, you, you get a lot of interesting takes in there. I think you'll enjoy it. All right, for sure. All right, uh, we'll chop it up this weekend. Yeah. Happy holidays. Enjoy the games, guys. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Bye.